Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're with us today, and... Uh... You know, just want to welcome all those on Facebook. We've got so many people now watching on Facebook, and uh, thank you for being patient with that. We've been trying to upgrade uh, Facebook Live and our, our YouTube and then also our church app. So we're just, uh, just so thankful in this time that we live in that many people are still uh, at home or, or uh, different places, and we're just so glad that they can tune in. So, uh, again, we've had a few issues with, uh, I think we've got them fixed, so we're thankful for that. And um, also, don't forget, uh, I think Ben announced last week, because of what's happening, hate to do it, or not to do it, that uh, we won't be having a Christmas Eve service. We're going to have a, I'm going to tape a special service for that. So anyways, let's, uh, let's open up in prayer. Father, we're just so grateful that we can meet. Lord, we're thankful for all those Lord, just the hundreds of people that are watching even now that are tuning in, I pray you just, uh, Lord, touch people's hearts where we're at in our society today. Lord, it is your day. We worship you on this day. You rose from the grave. Father, whatever is on the hearts today of people, touch them only in the way that you can. Encourage us today through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 2, and you know, I always like when it comes to this time of year, not just bring one message on, on the Christmas story. I always like trying to do two or three, so it'll be, it'll be today and then also uh, Sunday and then Christmas Eve, but we're going to look at uh, Christmas Lights Reveal, and if, if you wonder and take the word reveal, it means to make known book of Revelation, what we don't know, means to make known. So we're going to look at that today on at the Christmas lights reveal. And um, you know, it's an interesting, I, I've noticed this, and I don't know if all of you have noticed this or not, but I don't hear, maybe we can get some feedback after church, so forth. I haven't heard very many people this time of year, uh, this year, say Merry Christmas. I, it's just something, I haven't heard it too much. And um, I think it's just so important, and, and we've gotten away from that. And I try to make it so, when I'm at a store or at the gas station, where it might be, to, to say that and what it actually means and have a conversation some way. And I think that we can get so used to hearing that, we actually forget the importance of what it's about. And that's why we're looking at it today about the lights of Christmas. And I want you to look at Matthew chapter 2, and I'm going to read a few verses, and then we'll... And we'll talk about it. Matthew chapter 2 and verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And we'd gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together. He inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people 
in Israel. Let me stop just for a minute. You know, probably the question I get more than any other question about life, about what you might go through, about what I go through, all of us go through is, why doesn't God in my life, why doesn't God give me a sign? I need a sign of what's happening in my life. If he would just like show me, I would do it or or whatever it might be. And and I want to answer it in this way that we all need to do and we all do. We all pray, Lord, Lord, will you show me? Give me a sign. But we forget the second step. And that's what I want you to realize today in your life and in my life. When we think how the, the Christmas lights and how that they reveal to you and to me the importance of this time of year and who Christ is and what signs are. You know what's so important? You go to, I think it's uh, Psalm 147. One of my favorite verses in the Old Testament, it talks about how that God counts all the stars and has named every one of them. Think about that. That that should encourage you and me because you think, well, am I important to to the Lord. Does the Lord really know where I am? He actually has named every star and, and, and also talks about he calls them by their name. What that actually means, I believe, is that the Lord is we see what we know as Christmas lights and we look all around, but I want you to look at it this way. <clears throat> if you've ever been to the Everglades or out in Arizona, and let's say it's around this time of year, you can go and see Christmas lights, but if you go out in those same areas and you look up and you see all the, the, the heavens are full of stars. That's the light, what we're talking about today. That's what God is showing us. And it says in, in the actual very first chapter of the book of Genesis that he tells us that he gives signs in the heavens through stars. And we also know how many people that we don't, do it now. We all have GPS or whatever you have on your phone and uh, to go somewhere. But years and years and years ago, travelers, especially by sea, would go and know where they were going by the stars. The sign that you and I have today is what? What's that second step? If God would say, Lord, give me a sign. Show me what I, I need to do. We, I want you to be encouraged today by knowing that you can, you can have whatever you need as a sign in your life by what we just read. What did the wise men do? They went to Herod and they said, well, we read part of the Old Testament and it said this is where Jesus would be. This is where the ruler would come. I want to encourage you today that God knows every one of our names and he knows exactly what you're going through. And you and I want to know, in this crazy time that we're living in, what's the next step? What am I supposed to do? The Lord says in his word, it is a light to our path. So I encourage you today, that sign, whatever you're looking for, take the second step. Let's continue on and see what God's word says. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him. And when they heard the king, they departed and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. 
When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they, come, when they came to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when he had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now here's where I want you to get this last verse. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. You know, can you imagine they finally find where Jesus is, they worship him, they give him the gifts, there's two or three other messages in there. But it says something that's so important, and I think a lot of times we overlook that last verse. It says, being divinely warned, they departed another way in a, in a dream. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. They were there, it was night, I'm sure they probably spent the night somewhere, and we always think of, when we see three gifts, we think of three wise men for some reason. You, know, you see, the, the, when, you, when you go to the um, store and you get boxes of cards, there's the three wise men and the three gifts, and there probably were a lot more than that. <clears throat> Let's just look at it this way. The three wise men fall asleep where their camels are. They're there that night. Everything's going on, and, and it's early in the morning, and one of the wise men, which could be... Uh, Pastor Ben, who wakes up, and he looks over to Pastor Ernie, and uh, he says, uh, man, I had the craziest dream. And all of a sudden, Ernie says, wait a minute, I, I had a dream too. By about that time, Brent wakes up, and um, the third wise man, a pastor, and he says, you know, I had the same dream. I said, and, and, and this is what it is. Now, here's, here's where I want to bring us in with that. They were divinely warned in a dream to go different. But let's, let's bring human nature in for a minute. Let's bring us in there. Let's put us in that situation and think, all right, if, if our, what would be some of the conversation? I think someone could be, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're supposed to go back to Herod and, and report to him. And he says, you know, if we don't, we could, you know, we might lose our life. Maybe another conversation could be, and also, if we go report to him, we probably won't ever have to work again the rest of our life because we will tell him where, the, where Jesus is and we'll be rewarded in a great way. I, I want you and I to know that in our life, that God brings things in our life that reveals to us through the light of heaven and he warns us in a way to protect us. He takes your life and my life, and, and what we just read in that passage, they were warned in such a way that they went a different way. I want you to know as we look at God's word today that God takes situations in our life, and he takes them, and he warns us, and, and if we're willing to really heed what is, what is actually happening, he's going to protect us. What happened? The three, if you want to say the three wise men, they were able to, to talk to each other. One of the greatest ways that you and I get through this life, and what's been so difficult about this year, is how important we have found out that each other, the local church is, brothers and sisters in Christ, and how that we need each other, and how that for so long we weren't able to meet, and how important that is, because the local church is the stability of the community. And, and 
part of that is that we see, well, actually, let me not get ahead of myself. Look at, um, I want us to look in the book of James chapter 1 and verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Part of what we see that we have found out this, this year, it's how much we need each other and how that when we come together that we help each other and how that that is coming from heaven. Notice God said, let there be God said, let there be light. He is the father of light. He is the father of all, anything that good that happens in your life, anything that's perfect, anything that we get that we actually use and need in this life to help us spiritually comes from heaven, comes from above, and comes into our life. And what happens is that we're able to help each other through that. That's what we've seen during this time. How important that we found out that you and I are when we're actually giving and helping other people. You know, I go back and I was thinking when I was preparing for the message that um, about eight years ago this happened that uh, all the different things I was going through and I ran into a buddy of mine, uh, Steve, that we grew up together and I was in the grocery store and, and in one minute, one way or another, I, we would have missed each other. And I'm, I'm at the checkout counter. I've just got a loaf, a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter, okay? And uh, that's, <laughs> anyway, so it's just a very, very difficult time. So, so Steve's talking to me, and he, he says, uh, hey, you know, and he knew everything that was going on. And, and uh, he's talking to me. He's looking down at my cart. He's talking, looking down at my cart. And he says, uh, and, he, and he pulled $60 out of his wallet and, and put it in my hand. He says, hey, go go back and buy some more groceries. And you know, every good and every perfect gift, we forget how the Lord touches all of you to help each other. Now, let me, let me springboard off that, which is so important to you that are watching and to all of us that are here about City Church and about where we're at right now. Because of that happening, because of everything that I went through and, and, and even some of you that are watching and some of you here, that different ways help me out. It, it, during that time, when City Church was birthed in, in Jim and Lisa's living room, we birthed in prayer of City Church. Because of the experience with Steve and with other people, I knew that if we ever were able to do, and what I saw in a vision, vision as a church, we would reach out to other people and we would help them financially. Because the Bible tells us when you and I are lights, we, we actually reveal who Jesus is to the world. Jesus came into the world. We accept him as our Savior. And then we are able to, by our good works, people see God's light in us. And they, we glorify God. And through that, they come to Christ. I want to I thank you. And that's part of what this message is. And I want to, again, I want to build on what I'm saying. This year alone... All of you have given, this is not counting our, our mission, this is not counting our 10 different missions. This is just gift cards alone to help people, to feed people, have given over $25,000 just this year in gift cards. Now, why did that happen? That happened because of eight years ago, 
because of people helping me. And to see what God does and how those people will be blessed in heaven for all eternity because of they helped me. And because the way I was helped and remembered, now we're doing that as a church. And you all are involved in that. And this is one of the ways that we can have and be such a, a great outreach to, to so many people. And as we, as we think about that and, and, and as we see what God has done, he just wants us to keep doing what we're doing and helping people. But the Bible tells us there's something that's so important. I want you to get about this. When he says that he warned them, that God warns us to be so careful and I want to thank you, and this is part of this message today when we think about Christ and Christmas and, and, and the lights. When we birthed this church and what happened and what took place in, in the years, let's, let's go and think about four years in. This is just a couple years ago. And you worked so hard and the hundreds of people that were coming at the time and the Lord was blessing and all the different things that were happening and taking place. And we made a commitment when we started the church that we would not go into debt. I'm not talking about you personally with your house or car, whatever it be. I'm talking about collectively as a church. Why did we do that? Because the church being light, being those Christmas lights that we want to reveal Jesus to other people, it says we give a cup of cold water in his name. It changes people's lives. They go, why did you do this? Why is that? Why? I don't understand. But what if four years in, we'd have decided, you know what? Uh, church research tells us that uh, if we have our own building, that uh, within that first year, we'll grow by another 20%. So we're going to go out and, you know, we've got the money, and now the bank says, hey, you got great credit, and we can go, go get a loan, you know? What if we'd have done that? Think about that for a We could have done it. I could have rationalized it. We could have been in a new building right now. And I would be sick to my stomach. And maybe a lot of you are also because what happened? Here's what I'm getting at and here's what I want you to get today. God keeps us many times in the dark. But if we follow him by what the wise men did, what did they do? The star did what when it was revealed? It said it appeared, it disappeared, it reappeared, and then it stopped. In your life and my life, there will be times that we know Without a doubt, this is right what Jesus is doing, and we're right there with him. There's also those dark times that many people are living in. And God in many ways saying, just stay on that path. And that light reappears because we know that we're on the right path. But we have to take that step of faith. And then when Jesus gets involved and shows us what to do, he takes that warning in our life, and he says, listen, you do it my way, and I'm always going to watch over you. What I'm saying here at City Church Day, I've thought about this so much this last year as we close this year out, to let you know and all those that are watching that are part of this ministry, that if we wouldn't have heeded and listened to that warning, says, you know what, we're going to reach out to people. I'm not going to worry about a building. You know, i got to tell you a story. Uh, if you're watching or you're here, but, you know, the the pictures that we have on the walls here of the desert and the camels and everything. We always have many people comment on that when they're here for the first time. And uh, 
So any, anyway, so there was, I'm going to keep this very generic so I don't want to embarrass anybody. So there was a young boy who was in, in grade school, and they, for some reason, the teacher just went around the room that day and said, um, hey, uh, uh, where do you all go to church? And it's no, kept it very generic, and go here, and go there, and go there. And, and the one boy said, well, uh, I go to an Egyptian Christian church. <laughs> because of the camels. <laughs> and, and, and pyramids and everything that we have on the walls, you know. So, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I laughed so hard about that anyway. So the teacher actually called the parent that night and says, hey, I just have to ask you a question. Uh, this is what happened at school days. Oh, no, here's why. They're on the wall. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. But here's the point. What are we all about? What does God warn us about? God warns us about the things in this world that can take us down. But as long as we're in the light, even though there's dark times in our life, we're going to make the right decisions. And I want you to know that that what the Lord is doing, and I've thanked the Lord hundreds of times this year, that he kept us where we should have been and where we still want to be to where this church, what you are, those that are watching, what we are about is reaching people for Jesus Christ. It's not a building. It's not where we, I don't know when we'll get a building, but I know this, heaven is about people. And the light that lights heaven for all eternity, the Bible tells us in the book of Revelation, it reveals that Christmas light is Jesus Christ. That light that comes from him, there'll never be darkness again in heaven. I mean, there'll never be darkness again in what we know of. In heaven for all eternity, that we will be able to worship Jesus. We will be there forever with each other. But I want you to know today that in many ways, God is protecting you and I when he warns us. And he says, stay in my word. And the sign that I give you is that, no, ask me. I will show you. Open my word up, and I will lead you to Jesus. And when I lead you to my son, Jesus Christ, he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. And the spirit of wisdom that he gives us in the trials that we face in this life that we don't understand, and maybe someday we could go on for years and never understand, but know that the light that he puts within us that is a light that lights the world for all eternity. And I want you to know today, just as a way that he's birthed this church, he's led this church, we had no idea what was going to happen this year. And you will never, ever know how many people behind the scenes that we have helped and been able to help, all because we stayed true to what God's word has said. And I want you to know today that you're a part of that. And we will be a part of that. And we will continue to do that. And we will continue to build on that. And as we see this dark time that we're living in, know that there's nothing greater in this time than what we can do than to bring the light of Jesus Christ to all those people that are so hurting right now, that are so scared, they don't know what to do. It is the greatest time that we will probably see or probably see in a long time that people are opening are open to hearing the light and the love of Jesus Christ. Let's bow our heads today.
you know, I don't know what, what you're facing right now, but we all go through times that we, can't, we don't, where's Jesus? We, don't, we, we can't see the star. But that's that faith. He, he leads us in faith. And by that faith, we see him. We, we experience him in our spirit as a believer. I want you to know today, maybe you're watching here, Maybe you've been listening. And as a believer, first of all, I want you to know that whatever you're thinking of right now, whatever you don't know and whatever you're in the dark about, that Jesus is there. And he's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to warn you. He's going to protect you. All the days of your life, all we have to do is stay close to him and learn in his word. And he is the light of the world. He will direct your path. Secondly, today, as you're listening today, the Bible says by a prayer, if we call upon the name of the Lord and ask Jesus Christ in our heart, we will be saved. And if you're listening today and you're scared right now, you're not sure what's happening in this world, you don't know, you're wondering what's this all about, and here we are at Christmas time. That Jesus has been revealed at this time, and he is the true Christmas lights. He lights your life, if you're willing. Say, Dallas, what do I have to do? The Bible says that Jesus was born to die on the cross for all of our sins. And all you have to do right now by faith, God has had you tune in today to listen to this, is by faith say, Jesus, I call upon your name. I believe that you're God's son and you were born into this world to die on the cross for me. And right now, I ask you to come into my heart and to forgive me for all of my sins. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today for your word that it guides us, it warns us you protect us Jesus you're the light of the world and you reveal yourself to us each and every day father as we close with this time of invitation if there's someone even here today that doesn't know you as their savior may they accept you this day this Christmas time and father we will be careful to give you the praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus name amen I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. 
Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.